James, we're at the bar and farmer's market. Good morning. Good morning. James, are you from here around these parts? Mm, I am. Hill Billy. Where in the hills? Oh, lately at Billy. Billy Nudgel. What do you love about Billy Nudgel? Sunday afternoons. <laughs> in that beautiful pub? Yeah. How long you lived in the area? Oh, I've come and gone for 20 years. What brings you back, do you think? Community, home... Surf, friends, yeah, my spiritual family. When you go away, what sort of places do you go away to? Mostly in Australia lately. Family and friends and the outback. I love the outback. Where have you been most recently in the outback? I did a trip to Broome and the Kimberleys, which is really special. Getting a bit of culture, like real Australia? Yeah. Or just another version of? Well, yeah, just another version of, exactly. Most moving kind of memories from those recent trips? I'd say, I mean, I love the isolation of our outback. What I found fascinating was the politics of Broome and I crossed the country by road and when I got there, having a huge sense of... um, I live on this ginormous island, this beautiful, huge island and not really embodying that sense until I did that trip. So you spent a lot of time on the frilly coast, like a lot of us. I mean, Australia seems like it's the beachy, golden sand, water, you know, surf. The further in you go, I felt the more grounded I became. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, that can be true, yeah. Although I think it can be equally as grounding for me to have a swim in the morning. Have you swam this morning? Oh, yeah. There's no surf. I went in. (laughs) Looking for it? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and what about markets? You like to hang out at markets? Yeah, I've got my favourites, favourite stalls, and I haven't been to this market for a while. And it's lovely to be here. Yeah, well, it's lovely to talk to you. Thank you for offering a part of your soul to us <laughs> on the airwaves. Thank you. Seeing Billy Nudgel on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> Cheers. Hello. Hello. Hi, my name is Sarah. We're at the beautiful Byron Farmers Market come down this morning to hand out some flyers for the Bangalore Theatre Company's inaugural production of The Drowsy Chaperone. Drowsy Chaperone, that's an interesting name. Can you tell us a bit more about it? I certainly can. It's set in the 1920s. Uh, It focuses around the main character, Drowsy. Well, she likes a drink. (laughs) She's meant to be chaperoning the young lovers. It's a typical sort of 1920s. There's an heiress, there's a stage career looming. She doesn't know whether to get married. It's beautiful. And they've chosen it for the first production because it's going to showcase the dancers, the singers, the actors, and it's just a bit of fun. And tell us a bit more about the Bangalore Theatre Company. Certainly. Well, this is our inaugural production, so very exciting. They're actually up in the theatre as I'm speaking to you. This morning they're doing Ferros Village and Schools as a bit of a preview, I guess, trying to get it all to run smoothly and, you know, having a nice audience. Yeah, it's just starting now. We're trying to get the whole community involved. It's a not-for-profit community-run organisation. And, uh, yeah, lots more in the pipeline as well. 
What about your background in theatre? Oh, long and varied. I've actually haven't done anything for a while because I'm a mother, as a lot of us up there are, and we're just coming back into our own. I did do a Bachelor of Drama way back up in uh, Brisbane, and I've kind of worked in theatre just on and off for most of my life. So who is starting up Bangalore Theatre Company? It's two lovely ladies, uh, Nushka Gammon and Adrian Lester, and they're very passionate, they're very driven, and they really just want to provide a space for uh, especially young people to come together and belong to something. So, you know, investing in social capital and just really teaching them the professionalism of, of the industry and giving them a start. With a bit of fun thrown in? Oh, heaps of fun. It's going to be so much fun. So this weekend, Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th, if you've missed that, we've added an extra two shows because of popular demand. <laughs> and that will be on Friday the 4th at 7.30pm and Sunday the 6th, which is a matinee performance, at 2pm. You can go onto our website to get tickets and it's uh, bangalotheatre.com.au. And what happens if people just want to get involved and find out how they can be involved in theatre? Wonderful. Well, we can do that on the website or if you come along to the performance, you can sign up to become a friend of Bangalore Theatre Company and there's opportunities across the board, backstage, front of house, acting, facilitating. It's really just, it's a wonderful new thing. We'd appreciate any help the community can offer. If they're not feeling too drowsy. Exactly. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Oh, I'm Fraser. We're at the Byron Market. Well, you're a bit of a latecomer to the markets. What's kept you away this morning? Uh, a friend has stood me up, so I've been waiting two hours. But I got a lot of washing done and made a few things, so here's my time wisely. What sort of times do you normally get to the markets? Usually about eight, but it adjusts as the seasons change to make sure I get what I want. What are your, some of your favourite things? Uh, avocados, tomatoes, Sprouts, fish. What kind of fish? Uh, I like the snapper, filleted. What do you do with it when you get it home, oh, apart from eat it? Apart from eat it, I will figure out what I'm going to eat it with that night. Do you do anything special with the snapper? I don't. I like the. F I like to keep it as um, as natural as possible, actually. So coming from New Zealand, a lot of good fish over there, hey? Is this sort of a bit of a snapper special? They do snapper pies over there, hey? They do, they do. I was actually got back last week and I've been white baiting for a week on the west coast, so that was fun and we got a lot of white bait and some blue cod. Where are you from in New Zealand? Christchurch. Yes, parents are there. I've got three brothers, all within six years, one in Melbourne, one in Brisbane and one in Ballina. So the parents come over here very often to visit you guys? They do. They're actually selling up and they're going to be here by the end of the year. What part are they moving to? Well, that's the battle, is the, the grandchildren are in, are in Melbourne and Byron is Byron. <laughs> Who needs grandchildren when you've got Byron? <laughs> that's what I think too. So here we have this weird man standing here. Well, tell us what you're doing. I'm uh, waving around a French sorrel actually, which is being sold by Kenrick here. It's beautiful. French sorrel, would that go nice for snapper? I don't know, I haven't even tried it yet. I'm, it's a bit daring, but it's kind of, it's, it doubles as a fan actually. Food is fun with food. I'm, I'm cooking up this idea of making 100,000 bliss balls to take with Patch Adams to Syria and distribute uh, amongst the I've people. I've heard about these bliss balls, I'd like a taste of one. Okay, I will bring you one, Miss Rachel. Or two. Yes, so they have gone into Bay FM and to the Byron Community Centre, they've been very wonderfully supportive. 
Okay, my long-term plan is to make connections with a few folks there and take a whole bunch of food across the Middle East. And I think it will go well, because if you break bread, it's like having prayer together. You can't war on one another. What's so magical about the Bliss Balls? Oh, well, it's kind of got Middle Eastern things in it. It's got dates, you know, that sort of gear. It's got coconut. So anyway, they're easy to make, and that's all they are. It's uh, organic sultanas, dates, coconut, and cashews. What about organic love? And organic love, yes. Well, I played David Pramal yesterday when we were doing the cooking, the big cooker. Okay, so when are you hoping to get this off the ground? Uh, probably in about a year's time. <laughs> However, quite a serious event is also happening here from Byron, which is to encourage all the governments of the world to sign off at least 10% of their military budget towards peaceful actions on the planet. So that's a five-year plan. It's called 2020, like 2020 vision. When is this all happening and how can people get involved? It's slowly happening over the next five years. I'm suggesting in two years' time when we have the next World Parliament of World Religions that we also have an economic summit there and get a little bit of clout with some of the world governments that are already a little bit, you know, um, on side with this type of idea, this type of funding. Are you going to be down at the markets, sort of, you know, filling people in on this information? Uh, yeah, as things unfold, sure, I can do that, no problem. Oh, all right, well, come and see me again. Thank you. Bazinga!